What's up, everybody, and welcome to the latest installment of the Reasons Why podcast. Uh, you're hearing this a few days earlier than when I would uh, normally post it on a Saturday, uh, but I'll be away for the weekend, uh, so I wanted to get this out to you beforehand rather than later. So um, in this episode, another another solo episode this week, and I wanted to kind of start what might be a series, so to speak, um, entitled Road to Recovery, and obviously is in the past couple episodes we've talked about um, my current state of mind in regards to how recent injuries and things like that have affected me but um, I want to go a little bit deeper into the injury itself a little bit of the timeline and then also where I'm at currently in the recovery stages or just you know so much of that of that topic there so um, I'm just gonna jump right into it Uh, again as I have alluded to in the past couple episodes um, I've been dealing with a lot of severe back pain and leg pain, mainly a lot of sciatic nerve pain uh, down the left side uh, from my low back down to my left calf. Uh, so anybody who knows about this or has dealt with it before knows that it sucks and I don't wish it on anybody. But um, if we go back to February of this year, 2020, uh, the first week uh, I had visited uh, my girlfriend in Texas for her birthday and everything was fine. Uh, I had rode, was riding mechanical bull, well, I was riding in a loose term, I'd say falling with style if you asked anybody that was there, but we were doing everything, we're dancing, doing that, we'd been to the gym that weekend, everything was normal, um, didn't do anything, didn't, uh, no single moment uh, had triggered a, a pain or a like, uh-oh kind of moment, um, but sometime within the next couple weeks or so, there was a day where I got out of bed. And I just could barely get out. I, I could barely get to just putting my feet on the floor. Standing up was about a five-minute chore. Um, and then I would walk to the bathroom kind of gingerly. And morning routine is always go to the bathroom, weigh myself, brush my teeth. And usually when I brush my teeth, I bend over right at the right at the hip. It's a straight leg to bend over uh, to rinse my mouth out after I brush my teeth and notice that I couldn't do it anymore and this is coming from me being able to normally bend over and grab my feet let alone touch my toes so naturally I was like I, you know this is this is weird this is painful and I don't know what the heck's going on so uh, normally with anything I'm sure most people do and, and me included is you go okay well it'll probably work itself out uh, maybe I'll just take it easy, put some ice on it, icy hot, ibuprofen, you know, whatever tricks of the trade you might have, it probably just work itself out. Um, I noticed that it didn't, and not only that, but it started to get worse. I uh, couldn't get in and out of cars. Um, It was taking me, like when I would go to sit down, I had to hold on to the door and get in, and it would kind of come in and out too, which was also weird. Um, I noticed that obviously once the quarantine started and we didn't have a gym, I started running, which again was was weird for me to say, but really started to enjoy it. And I noticed that when I was running, it would almost feel better. So I'm like, okay, I still don't know what the hell's going on or why that's causing that or why this is making it feel better, but it's making me feel better. I'm getting a good burn. I'm feeling better by not being at the gym. So this is cool. But then as I would finish my walk or my, my cool down walk after my run and I'd try to stretch, 
stretching my left side, whether it be my hamstring, my quad, anything, it was not happening. So I had gone and see my friend Mark, who has his own uh, physical therapy place uh, in here in, uh, in Chadsport, Pennsylvania. It's about 20 minutes away from, from where I'm at here in Delaware. And had gone to him and let him know, and he did a few tests and worked me a little bit here, did some tens, you know, some, some different stuff, and gave me some stretches, some core exercises, things of that nature. And, you know, gave me a couple ideas, wasn't really sure exactly what it was, but kind of dwindled it down to a couple different ideas. And so I took his advice and took the stretches. So I went home and started doing that routinely every day, two, three, sometimes four times a day, you know, depending on what I was able to do. And, um, there were times when it felt some things were getting better, but not really. And then, uh, you know, fast forward to then I'm in, uh, Ohio, the first weekend in March, we were supposed to be there for the Arnold's. Obviously the Arnold's got canceled two days before the event, um, due to the coronavirus. But, um, my girlfriend and the group we were with decided to go out anyway and just, you know, make a weekend trip. You already had the Airbnb and all that. Why not? So we go and we're going to a local gym and, um, friend of my walking is very severely affected. So I get crazy pain when I'm getting out of a car shooting nerve pain all the way down to my ankle um, where I have to give myself a few minutes kind of let it whatever's going on work itself out and then I can kind of walk or I just limp um, but when we be at the gym everything seemed to be I don't want to say okay but I was still squatting I mean even in this weekend I was going past the grass with 225 uh, squats which isn't a ton of weight but you know it's over my body weight and felt okay and you know, seemed to be feeling a bit better. I could take things down, uh, like the dumbbells down with me to the bench to do bench press and, um, you know, working out seemed to still be okay, but for some reason walking and all that was an issue. So, um, but then when we got back from Ohio, so now we're going into mid March, it just rampant, like just ramped up real bad. And, this is about the time the quarantine uh, was truly in effect. We were kind of almost working from home, but the gyms were shut down. And I was going to my friend Sean's house. He has a, a, a nice garage gym. And I was going there uh, to, to work out and get something in. And it was to the point where I couldn't. I picked the barbell up off the, off the rack and tried to go down a couple inches. And my body just said, no, this isn't happening. Um, so... Didn't do leg exercise anymore, or I tried to try to find some stuff to do, but just it just wasn't working. So after the PT not working, PT not working, we're going into a few weeks now. I, you know, uh, Sean's uh, fiance Jen had mentioned a, a chiropractor, also in Chadsport, um, and I said, why not? I've always kind of been anti-chiropractor, kind of had a bad, you know, thought about him and all that, but I've also learned that. People either hot or cold on chiropractors. People either say they live and die by them or, you know, they say do not ever go to one. And I think, well, might as well find out for myself. This guy has good certifications. He comes recommend. Um, you know, he works with athletes, uh, does CrossFit and, and lifts himself. So, you know, he kind of knows where I'm coming from. So I start going to him and immediately he already identifies a bunch of issues. Uh, 
disc issues, um, being a knee dominant bender versus hinging at the hip, different uh, form issues and um, you know posterior tilts in my S1, my hip joints and um, all different types of stuff. Muscles are tight. This that, and the other. I mean, it was a. I basically ran the gamut of finding things wrong with me. So I figured, okay. So he goes, I don't think you know. I'm like, how bad do you think this is? Do you think it'll be surgery? He's like, nah. It's like you know, severe cases. Yada yada. He goes, you. He goes, I think we might be looking at maybe four, four or so weeks to get you back. And I'm thinking, okay, great, because I needed that light at the end of the tunnel to hold on to because this was starting to wear on me this was going into month two of this pain this inability to work out to do what i want to even brush my teeth without pain um and at this point too he had also instructed me to continue just not train legs period uh not that i was doing anything extensive anyway and also to stop running uh, because obviously I was creating a compensation pattern, which if I were to continue before I was healed, could create more problems down the road or leave me with a permanent compensated habit, which would do me no good in the long term. So I followed these instructions. I finally listened. So I, I rested. I didn't run. I didn't train legs. I just did upper body bodybuilding exercises, which was what he instructed and was easy for me because that's what I do anyway. And was going twice a week so we'd go twice a week and we would see some sort of improvements and uh, sometimes some days I'd feel okay and some days I wouldn't feel okay and but it the, the pain never was gradually getting better it was one day I'm an eight one day I'm a two one day I'm a six one day I'm a four one day I'm a ten one day I'm a you know it would just go like that. Sometimes in the same day, I'm a two, and then I'm a ten. It, you know, there was never any. Okay, this is getting better. It's getting even more better. It's more better. It's even getting, you know, less less pain. There's more. There's less pain. Less pain. Less pain. So forth, so on. So, under the guidance of my girlfriend, who I know as she's listening to this, is going to go. I told you to do all this the opposite way, and you didn't listen. But nonetheless, this is the this is the way I went, and. Who knows, maybe somebody who has this pain can learn from my mistakes or they might take the same path I did, but either way. So I finally asked him for an x-ray. And we did an x-ray and we found out that my spine was tilted back a little bit further than it should be. And it was also curved to my right, uh, not going straight up and down. Um, after talking to my primary care physician, he also feels that, that spine misalignment could also be because my whole left side has been contracted for going on four months now from constant nerve pain, and that could be a big deal on that. So without that not being able to really tell us anything, we recommend that we get an MRI. So we had the MRI. This is now going into uh, maybe the beginning beginning of June, maybe late May, beginning of June, and go for an MRI, and the MRI tells me that I technically have three herniated discs from the L3, L4, and L5, S1, um, but the top two are barely anything, nothing to worry about. They are going to heal easily on their own, as I'm worried about the bad one, which is the L5-S1. 
And what it was doing is the herniation was going and basically in the MRI that I was shown, engulfed my S1 nerve root, which naturally is what was causing all this pain uh, down my left side. So now, of course, me being the person that I am, I'm sure some of you out there are the same way, I think the worst possible scenario. I'm going to my head, Jesus, I need back surgery. Everyone's telling me in the world, never get back surgery, don't do it, you'll never be the same, never be the same, you know, all that. And I go, well, I, uh, but I can't, I'm 34, I'm in the prime of my life, I just worked so hard to get there. If it's back surgery, it's back surgery, and that's just what it is. So I go to the Christiana uh, Spine Center uh, here in Delaware and saw one of the uh, saw one of the orthopedics there who went over everything, did her own little testing, went over the MRI with me, very thorough, went over everything with me, showed me everything, and I mean, I don't really, can't really tell you I explain or I understand everything, but she explained in depth and I felt comfortable leaving her office, but she recommended that we go with a uh, spine injection uh, to see how that goes and um, I was also having another issue on internally uh, with a bladder issue I was having and I noticed in the chiropractor's office a couple weeks before this appointment that the L3 and L4 both have correlations to the prostate of the bladder so I happened to ask hey do you think this might have anything to do with this issue too, which she was like, I don't, I can't tell for sure that this is for it, but let's go to a neurosurgeon and see what they say. So he scheduled me for a couple of days out and then I go see a neurosurgeon uh, who talks to me about everything. Unfortunately, he can't relate that to the herniated disc, but does agree with the spine orthopedic that he thinks the injection should be the way to go. And basically said, get the injection. If it doesn't work, get another one. If it doesn't work, then you want to get a discectomy. I might be saying that wrong. If I am, don't grill me on it, please. <laughs> but uh, where basically they would go in, cut the herniation out on the disc that's affected. And then, I mean, recovery time, I don't know anything about that. But um, the cool thing about it is that uh, he has kind of talked to me what that process is reassured me that it's really not that big a deal they do it all the time obviously i'm learning that herniated discs is a very common thing that people deal with so you know a lot of practice a lot of proof in the pudding so made me feel a little bit better about that procedure should i need it uh then fast forward to july 8th actually this past wednesday i had the spine injection um, the spine injection, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, is basically, if you've ever heard the term steroid injection, not the cool one, uh, or a cortisone shot, that's essentially what it was. So they take um, a camera so they can position uh, the needle that goes into my back to get to the spine uh, or exactly where they need it, and then they in inject a contrast dye to see and then they inject the medicine, which is a potent uh, anti-inflammatory right in the area of the herniated disc uh, to right where it needs. Um, <clears throat> the Immediately, the procedure itself was probably about five minutes. Wasn't even a thing. Um, I don't know if it was just the orthopedic that I used was fantastic in the work that she does. 
or maybe people just overshot me what this was all about but it wasn't anything i barely felt anything the only pain i felt was initially when they injected me with lidocaine to numb up my back uh there was a, a like a, a prick of the needle and a, a, a quick burning sensation um, that kind of sucked for like a couple seconds. But outside of that, it was fine. So I leave the I leave the uh, outpatient facility and I'm feeling pretty good. Um, they do say you could get some uh, pain in the injection area the first couple days. You could have some pain, um, but that the injection and result of it could take anywhere between. 10 to 14 days of fully taken into effect. Um, in that time, I am to not uh, basically rest the first day, gradually introduce normal daily activities the first couple of days. I can go back to the gym within the first three to seven days, um, and then I can start physical therapy at, this, at the one week mark, uh, which uh, is obviously, if you can count, is today. So. Um, after today, I'll be able to reintroduce my stretching, my rehab, um, doing some of the core strength exercises to kind of strengthen everything around the spine to help out. And I can tell you that I'm definitely keeping my mental focus on the fact that I'm in week one because there definitely has been some improvements. Um, I mean, getting in and out of vehicles, getting in and out of uh, just chairs, the couch, and so forth has been much easier. Um, I definitely still get some pain. Uh, there's definitely still some some discomfort down the leg occasionally. I still can't really bend over. Um, I can do it a little bit farther, maybe get just past my knees now, but I haven't really pressed it. Um, and so obviously I know that I have a good week before I can really you know, see if this is fully taking effect. Um, so like I said, starting tomorrow, I'll start my stretches, I'll start my rehab, uh, things of that nature uh, that I can now get back into. Um, you know, occasionally I'll put some ice on it if it's been a rough day, uh, which I only had to do uh, once or twice. I think the one time I just did it just to do it, but the one time I tried to go for a walk um, and the walk didn't go, wasn't bad, but didn't go as well as I planned. So, um, so yeah, so here we are today, uh, July 15th, and <clears throat> just kind of taking things for what it is. The one couple things that I noticed was putting on shoes and socks was unbearable. Um, so if you can think as just a healthy adult, barely being able to put on your shoes and socks because of pain, it it sucks. Uh, I don't know, really, I was trying to say an educated word to, to describe it, but I couldn't come up with it, and I didn't want to say the wrong one. But it's terrible, and I've noticed that putting on shoes and socks has been a lot easier. Um, I still sometimes get a little bit of little bit of pain as I kind of outreach uh, or reach out to put my sock over my foot. Um, but for the most part, that's been a lot easier. So taking small little victories, noticing some relief, trying to focus on that versus the fact that it's not completely healed. Uh, and then what was really cool, and if um, if you listen to the current state of mind episode, I talked a lot about support and how having a great support, whether it be one person, 10 people, whatever, um, is so crucial uh, for your mental health in times like these. And uh, sometimes 
you know, it comes out of nowhere, which I mentioned before with my friend Dennis shooting me a text. And in this one, a, a friend of mine, uh, Ryan, who used to work, I used to work for a body shop in Westchester years ago. And Ryan worked at the Enterprise uh, that we used all the time for the rentals. And randomly commented on one of my Instagram stories um, that I put in the morning of my uh, first day back at the gym after the injection. And he made mention that he had received the same thing back in January. And so uh, we got to talk and I asked him what it was for. He had an L5 herniation and same thing. The nerve pain could barely walk. I mean, we were just hitting, hitting the nail on the head that he was dealing with the same exact things I was. So I was like, okay, this is great. I'm going to latch on to this conversation. I really want to pick his brain about uh, what he went through, how he got through it, what he did, things of that nature. And it was a really, really great conversation for me. One, just to get some knowledge from someone who actually went through it. Uh, and again, he's roughly around my age, uh, you know, healthy, uh, healthy guy. And, uh, you know, he basically stated to me that, um, you know, for him, it went the full two weeks. So that definitely gave me that be patient, be patient mode. And he said, you know, he might not ever squat heavy again, but he was okay with that. And I think it'll take me a while. I say this now, but I think eventually I, I will too, if that's the route that I have to take also. But, you know, he said it went the full two weeks and he did his stretching and stuff like that. And um, just gave it time and he said just listen to your body if it's telling you not to do something don't do it and just let things take you know let it take its course you know just go with the flow and just take it easy and just take it one day at a time and go for it that way so and now he said he's back to running again and you know that's exactly and back to lifting and you know that's exactly where I need to get to as well so it was a really good uplifting conversation uh, you know, for me, and it kind of just came out of nowhere, you know, wasn't necessarily feeling down about where I was in the recovery, but, um, you know, just kind of had, you know, always hoping it, I've been in through this pain for so many months now. Um, I'm just, I'm just ready to get healed, to get back after it, you know, get back to normal life. So it was a really cool, um, and I thank him for that. Um, I don't know that he'll listen to this, but, uh, if, if he does, Ryan, I thank you for that. Uh, conversation. So for it to come out of the blue, it definitely helped me in more ways uh, than one. So, um, so from here on out, um, so like I said, you know, I know this was a shorter podcast than before, but I kind of just wanted to maybe do this as like a audio blog or something like that. Just kind of talk about, you know, the full extent of where, um, you know, where I had came from as far as the timeline of this, this injury and this pain and the things I had done to, try to rectify uh, the injury, not even knowing what it was um, or how I even did it. I mean, we can guess that it was over time of possibly bad form or um, things of that nature, but I didn't, you know, nothing really stuck out as a one aha moment that, you know, created the pain. But, um, but yeah, so I kind of just wanted to go into that a little bit in detail and, um, you know, just give, uh, you know, more reasons why to, um, where I'm at and the reasons why I'm, you know, <laughs> getting healthy and wanting to get healthy and fighting through this pain and, and, you know, dealing with the, you know, the mental health aspects of, of going through this and, 
and uh, it's been cool to to talk to you guys in a sense um, and have you guys listen and and give your feedback and to anyone that's reached out and uh, to, you know it's been really appreciative just for the encouragement to stay up with the uh, with the recovery but also on regarding the podcast too as well so um, with that guys I'm gonna let you guys go. Uh, I appreciate you tuning in once again. Like I said, I would expect to see maybe a part two, maybe a part three. Hopefully not too many parts because then that means I'm still injured. Uh, but I'd love to keep uh, keep you guys uh, in the loop with what's going on in some future episodes. And, uh, you know, so hopefully we'll get to a point where um, I'm back to normal and maybe this will just help somebody else who's dealing with the pain and kind of lost and and what they should do to get back to normal themselves. So. Uh, thanks again, guys. I appreciate it. I'll see you next time. And don't forget to subscribe and share on Spotify, Apple, Google, and Stitcher podcast. Thanks, guys. I'll see you next time.